Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here, to keep you in line. A line we call the Dry Line. Now remember the Global Ag Network. song ideas for real i really do have some song ideas i've been writing some titles down but i'm not going to tell y'all anything because i ain't got a trademark or a copyright on it yet everybody brent do you have any ballads i don't have any no these are all uh these are um 1950s country i think is what i'm gonna do here i don't know but um ballads may be in the offing we'll uh we'll we'll see later on down the road everybody this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast, and we are glad you're still with us. I know we've been pretty sporadic this past, I don't know, month, month and a half. We've been planting corn, trying to, and uh, also I've been trying to get this whole steer heifer show and barn all finished up and everything and wearing my ass out doing that. So it is hard to get this podcast in, and plus Landon, he's all pissing and moaning about being tired of plowing, and of course he's got his his uh, cornhole team or something he's got going on every Wednesday night, so... There's always that to deal with. How is that going, by the way, Landon? Have you? Is how is the cornhole tournament going? The the cornhole. League. Oh, softball. <laughs> I'm sorry, softball. <laughs> cornhole league's a whole whole different night. <laughs> <laughs> hole surgery. Yeah. <laughs> now softball's going okay. We finish up tomorrow. We've we've had a rough campaign. So um, having the having the championship slump. They have the old, yeah, the old sophomore slump in the championship league. So yeah. you're not going to be in the Premier League anymore. No, I think we'll be moving back down to <laughs> to the shotgun shotgunning beer league. So <laughs> that's too bad. So like they got the no home run league in softball. Do they have the no cornhole cornhole league in the cornhole? <laughs> I mean, you can't if you throw it in the hole, it's an automatic DQ or uh, something. I don't know much about cornhole. <laughs> or <laughs> or uh, if you know the no that's that's like we could do a whole episode on that lot, Landon. That's that would be like the no bullseye dart league. Yeah, that there would you go. be like the no touchdown football league. The no craps crap table. The no, yeah, the no no sevens craps. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, no blackjack blackjack. Um, you can't never split eights in blackjack. Tell them, Devora. You tell them, girl. Lana's got number two down here with him today, and uh, she's a uh, she's sporting a pretty nice little haircut. Oh, she's a pistol. She's a pistol. She's a hot one now. But uh, anyway, so yeah, what? No bullseye darts. No touchdown football. <laughs> I would say no hot chick at the bar night, but that I pretty much won that one every night. So I, I lived that life. <laughs> I lived it. I was a I was a pro, man. She's uh, but uh, so yeah, the no no home run softball league. What a what a what a jip. Yeah, it's rough. It's it's rough. Sorry, I had to take a sip of my beer there. Well, guys, once again, I as I was saying, we're glad everybody's listening. We have had some. Landon, I think, is this one of the best spring, the best starts to a growing season that we've had in a long time? It's been pretty ideal, Brent. I mean, it's it's about the earliest I've ever been planted on corn, and I'm I'm glad glad I got it in there. We have 
we don't have all of our corn planted yet, so um, hopefully that's going to hopefully we'll put Texas behind on the crop progress on the planting progress enough that it'll <laughs> <laughs> we might jump this thing a dollar. Oh, there's still a lot of acres out there to go. You know, it, I I know people I know humans have small short attention spans, but the whole deal now is planting planting delays planting delays. So what what do they say now? They can plant what sixty percent of the United States corn crop in like a weekend. Or the Midwest, or a week, or it, it, it's, it's not it, even a week. I know they can plant. It's not long. It's forty to fifty percent they can plant in a weekend. So, as and speaking of that, and I know why because um, the reason they can do that. I saw this guy on Twitter, and I forgot who he was. I wish I'd have written, written it down. But he took a, he had a picture of a planter uh, on his Twitter site, and it was I mean it was a monster. It was all folded up and everything, and I had to count the rows. Anyway, this guy had he said, "Yeah, that's a." Uh, 54-row, 20-inch planter. So that's, what, 90 foot. And the only problem with it was is it was covered in about two inches of snow. This is in northern uh, Illinois. So uh, <laughs> needless to say, they, they were a little grumpy up there when you've got a planter that can, I don't know, plant half the farm, and, you know, it takes longer to turn around than it does to plant the seed. Can you imagine, landing the, let's see, that's got 54 rows, and I think it was a deer, so you think it's also like the seven, eight mile an hour planter? Because you know they have the seven or eight mile an hour planters now. If he's going seven miles an hour at ninety foot swaths, Landon, I've, we've got a hundred foot sprayer. You know, I mean, we drive no slower than about eleven. But and I can do a circle in it. We can do a circle with our planter. It's a, a twenty four row, thirty inch. We can do our circle in four hours. Hundred twenty acre circle in four hours with no problems. Wow. This guy. And I'm thinking he's probably not on pivots up there. It's all, but I mean, I didn't think Northern Illinois had that large of fields to justify having a 90 foot planter, but apparently they do. So, I mean, you're figuring this guy, I'm doing it. He's got more than twice the width. So he's doing a hundred, say he's doing 150 acres in about what? Two, two and a half hours. That's a lot. And to fill that thing up, he's filling that thing up every unless it's got another extra tank that we don't. And that's like pouring pouring seed from home plate to first base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So yeah, so that's why they can pretty much get those planting that that Midwest corn crop in the ground. So, Landon, give us a little market update at Hereford Grain. I noticed uh, you gave me a little quote on cash wheat. The basis got a little better. Yeah, basis improved a little bit. Markets markets been up this week so far. Of course, we're, we're only two days in. Until but. <laughs> until Trump has to say something and yeah. uh, completely redeem himself. Did you see that? You see that meme of Trump where he's putting the he's putting that medal around Tiger Woods. And it says, oh no! It says it's from CNN. And it says this just in: Trump strangles black man. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I've seen that one before. Yeah, that's kind of like that uh, uh, picture of the. Uh, it looks like this. Somebody's got a foot on the head of this kid, and they back up, and he's got his own shoe, and he's just holding it against yeah. his own cheek. <laughs> I've seen that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so uh, yeah, Trump. The whole tariff deal—it's a—it's a cluster and a half. I mean, you know, I was in a trade. I'm a speculator, and I trade S and P and everything. And yesterday, I had one—I had one of the best day tradings I've ever had on S and P. And um, that's when the S and P was down about fifty, and we started having some trades getting put on and everything. And um, I'm like, you watch this thing; it's going to be green by the end of the day. Now, I didn't get green. But it went from, uh, so 50 points, you know, a 50-point move on the S&P kind of relates somewhat to maybe a 450 to 500-point move on the Dow. But it ended up the day about 14 lower on the S&P. So, uh, yeah, that said a lot to, because, uh, I mean, 
yeah, there's a trade war going on and everything, but 3.4% unemployment is 3.4% unemployment, and that's just a pretty hard number to beat down, even with tariffs. So uh, it's it's pretty interesting and uh, tells you the uh, strength of the market. Now, the uh, grains, they and <laughs> of course, the best thing is the hogs, Alain, and I don't know if you follow hogs any, do you? I know you eat a lot of bacon. Not since my old show, show days. <laughs> not, the, not Well, you didn't even watch the market then, though, did you? No, I was just talking about following hogs. Uh, yeah, well, literally, <laughs> literally following a yeah. hog. Yeah. So anyway, cat the hogs were down down the limit yesterday, and today they went. I guess they opened up the limits, so I think they got four hundred lower and ended up what one hundred fifty two hundred points higher on the day. Wow. So um, five or six dollar swing. Just in, I mean, the hogs are volatile just by nature. But um, and cattle too, and we play a lot of spreads and everything. And the cattle, the cattle spreads is uh, that's right, girl, you get it. She's throwing the little, she's throwing the world around. Throwing the world. That's right. We've got a little rubber ball, and it's covered. It's painted in a world globe. So uh, anyway, yeah, it's wild stuff to be in the markets. It's a lot of fun and everything. But uh, yeah, trade war wars, unemployment. It's kind of one. One side or the other, you don't know what's going to go on. So, Cats but and dogs living together. It's mass hysteria. And, and mass anarchy. hysteria. Yeah. Well, guys, we are. We've talked a little. Uh, we we mocked some uh, some songs here back in the first part of the. We did this podcast, but you got to thinking. I'm like, you know, we need to do some more because I got to thinking. You know, country singers. You know, most notably country. You don't ever hear this out of. It's so. It's kind of the white person, black person thing. You know, white people. Try how do I say this, Landon? White people very carefully. Yeah, very. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, black people. You know, are you know they're happy. You know, when they succeed and they want to, you know, proliferate that. And you know, like rappers and whatever thing, they like to show what they're doing. And country guys, they like to pretend that they're not trying to make money, even though that's exactly what they're in it for. That and a couple other things, but um. So I really got to hand it to the uh, black rappers out there because I mean they're I mean they're literally keeping it real, Landon. So uh, that's what we're talking about today. Country singers they say they don't really want to go to Nashville. They don't want to do this. They don't need to be famous. They just need a good truck and a hunting dog or something. So, uh, but we really know they're all about the Benjamins. So we're we're gonna wrap on that a little bit. Uh, no pun intended. But we, I've also got a few <laughs> other things before we get to that. Uh, I talked to uh, I had Casey Seymour on. He was co-hosting when Landon was doing his. Uh, his um, congeniality contest or whatever here a couple months ago. Anyway, carrying on my three game hitting streak. That's right. Yeah, yeah, big time. Uh, we were talking sales because Casey Seymour, host of the Moving Iron Podcast, if anybody hasn't caught that thing yet, on the Global Ag Network, no less. So uh, we talked. Co- uh, we talked sales, and um, we're trying to get this. Uh, like I said earlier, we're trying to get this steer heifer barn <laughs> divorce doing a trampoline now. <laughs> Uh, getting this uh, steer uh, heifer show barn done, and uh, pretty much all I've got left that's a big deal is uh, getting the pad poured for the wash rack, and that's going to require you know it's not a big job. It's like a thirteen by ten foot pad, and it's going to have to slope and all that. And so I've called one guy. Uh, he's a he's a contract. Uh, he's a subcontractor. He he's not a actual concrete guy, but he was going to come out. Two different times he said he was going to show up, Landon. This has been over a month's time. Hadn't, hadn't been here. And I like the guy, but he hadn't shown up. Now I've talked to two actual concrete guys yesterday, or no, one yesterday evening and one this morning. Both said they were going to come out this afternoon. Has anybody shown up? No. Nobody has shown up. You don't just wash them in the 
Not the bull barn anymore? Oh, Landon, I've got, man, this is a legit operation. Are you kidding me? Mm. No, so yeah, right now they're having to wash them outside, but like like all the other homeless people. So uh, <laughs> anyway, but no, I've got pretty, I got the cool, the uh, stalls and everything welded up and everything. Now pretty much the big thing is to get the wash rack. That way we can do it all inside. And, uh, you know, as much as it rains, you can just wash them like these crazy people wash their cars now. Just go out when it's raining and soap them up. I did that on a first date with some chick and she wasn't even that hot. I hope. Did, did, did that one make it to a second date? It, uh, yeah, I made it to several dates, unfortunately. <laughs> but, uh, mm. I uh, watched my pickup in a, in a little drizzle that day. I'll never forget it. But uh, so these guys, <laughs> I mean, you know, these guys, I mean, it's not a huge project. I mean, I'm not trying to pave the parking lot for Cowboy Stadium. I mean, it's not a, I understand this is not a big job, but it's still probably a couple yards of concrete. I don't even know what a, two, a yard of concrete goes for nowadays, but, uh, Nonetheless, it's a little job, and it's an easy job. It's quick money for them, I'm sure. But uh, nobody shows up. They don't even call saying they're not going to come. Now, I say that to say this. I've got a cottonseed salesman guy. He called me up. They took us on. This is the guy that took me and about four or five other guys on a jet to tour a cottonseed uh, delanding, or not delanding, but bagging plant and everything. This guy calls, and I buy some seed from him. Dude calls. Just to check up on me yesterday, Landon. Just to check, not to try to sell anything else. Just to check up on me. See, see you if work. you've got anything planted, how's it going? I'm like, no, man, we hadn't got anything planted yet. We're still doing corn seed. Still getting corn to the ground and everything. But I appreciate your damn call. Are you insinuating that Hereford Grain should be calling you? Yes. <laughs> see how Hereford Grain, well... To be honest, Landon, as long as that dividend <laughs> shows up, I can give a damn if you call me. Yeah, it's going to show up. <laughs> because I don't, you know, that dividend is worth way more than listening to your ugly listen to your ugly voice on the phone. I got to listen to it through the headphones on a podcast every week anyway, or whenever we record. That is true. So, uh, yeah. Guys, it does, uh, it's so easy to communicate with your customers nowadays. And once again, I mean, we're not a huge farming operation, but we're a pretty good size. And, you know, it doesn't. I mean, it goes a long way. Phone call goes a long way, Lennon. I mean, <laughs> what is, I can't say this without using the F word, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> the F word really puts the funny in the joke. Do tell. Uh, don't don't take my clothes off and don't me. You know, <laughs> it's gross. just grow. It's Chris Rock, I think. Anyway, so uh, yeah, got salesman. It's it, it's a great thing just to call. It's a great thing to call. And um, Moving forward, you know, we've had, we said earlier, we've, this is one of the best starts we've had. We had some, we've had some pretty severe weather. As we speak right now, we're going to go back over to the local channel on the television here because the Rangers are losing to the Pittsburgh Pirates who suck something awful. And, um, and I also was going to talk about this. I've got a couple Rangers and DraftKings, and I don't think Joey Gallo or Isidro Cabrera is uh, going to get me any points. Joey Gallo is just batting with people in. Scoring position. So uh, uh, here is my, yeah, my number one pitcher in Houston. He's my number one pitcher. He's negative 4.65 points. He's allowed six runs to Kansas City. Kansas City is like the worst team in baseball other than the or not named the Orioles. True. Okay, so Robinson Trinos, he's got two points. On uh, Cedro Cabrera's got four. Cole Blackman, thank you very much, has got home runs. He's got 14. Joey Gallo's got nine. And O. Herrera from the uh, Phillies, he's got nine points because he's had a run, a hit, a double, and an RBI. What's, so, what's good for a night? Landon, if you – well, I mean, it depends. Right now, I am in 18th place. 
and I need to be in the top nine to get three dollars. And I paid a dollar to get in. So Landon, right now I've got a total of I've got a total of thirty three points. Thirty one wait a minute, it just moved me down some. Now I'm in like, let's see, where am I? I'm now I'm in twenty first place. Oh nice. I've got thirty point seventy five points. Usually if you don't get a hundred points by the end of the night, you're not gonna make any money. So, um, of course, I've still got players that hadn't even started their games yet, and uh, that could make a big deal. Brent, make sure you take me tomorrow night because we play Pizza Planet, and I'm pretty sure that <laughs> pretty sure that they're not the most athletic bunch in the world. Are they a little round around the belt? I, I'm I'm, a, I'm hoping so. <clears throat> you need to you need to really play the Chuck E. Cheese team. That's who you need to play. <laughs> there you go, because <laughs> they're all they're all a bunch of probably a bunch of freaking pedophiles. Yeah, they okay. don't even kill the rats. Before. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably kill them. But uh, okay, guys. Yeah. So that's just a few comments. We're glad everybody. We've been off for a couple weeks, but uh, I've got some pretty uh, probably a. Co- I know we I've got one comment that's probably going to make a lot of people not listen to the podcast anymore because I like a certain band. That is, uh, most people don't like. And, oh um, gosh. Well, I'm, it's not. They're not Nickelback. I mean, it's not them. But um, it's a uh, equally hated, maybe even more hated. Is it Rascal Flats? Scene. It's not Rascal Flats. I don't like them. But uh, guys, so we've got that. Ray, uh, Radar Ricardo's got a severe weather forecast for us, and um, our sponsor this week, Landon. I don't know. I, it's probably going to be some like country music countdown or something. But um, hadn't got to that yet. But uh, they're going to be on the podcast. Landon, we're at 1735. we got to get out of here so we can do the second segment. On the Dryline Farmer Podcast. No, you can't say anything. I've already said on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. (laughs) Hey, everyone. I'm Calvin. And I'm Hobbs. And together we're... We're We're so country. That's right. All the haters out there that say we're not real country music, we're not. We're... Bro Country! You know we you love all of our songs, starting with our breakthrough hit, Suburban Roads Take Me Home. Tell them more, Calvin. Sure, man. Hey, man, we always love that song, Fishing in the Mall Koi Pond. Or, you never even Snapchatted me by your name. Hey, man, didn't your mom write that one? She sure did, Calvin. I'm still glad she's letting us live with us in her basement. Tell me about it, dude. I'm going to go out and get in my truck. I'm, it's a Ford Ranger. I got it jacked up on some sweet 15-inch rims. I know, dude, that gets all the chicks like all hot and bothered, man. That's right, dude. Can you tell how our accents are slowly going to like California surfer dudes? Hey, man, let's get back to the hits. Sure, man. You never even Snapchatted me by my name is our my favorite track of all time but don't forget streets of the magnificent mile and don't forget that real country classic there's a tear in my mocha soy skim latte hey man i I never meant to i never told you but that song really speaks to my soul tell me about it calvin we're so country and don't forget our groundbreaking and somewhat controversial all-time hit He stopped loving him today. It's a love between a man and his dog. That's right. No. Never mind, Calvin. That's right, Hobbs. We're all about love and everybody getting along. We're so country. Check out our CD because we haven't figured out digital media yet or iTunes or none of that stuff. We're so country. Country.
get it today! Hey dude, I gotta fix out the hole in my jeans. Hey, it's all hailing and stuff. Hey, 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 this is Arena Ricardo, Adela Serio, bringing your Dragon Fabra podcast weather update. Oh, Brit, it's been wild and woolly, Vato, man. It's been all over the place with the weather. You've got chances of rain every day for like, what, the last two weeks, Vato? And you've actually, it's actually rained in your face. It's not, it's not only, uh, I mean, it's rained and everything, but it's hail too, you know what? Hey, you know what we call those essays? You know what we call hail? We call them white people legs. It's like, it's more like, uh, Blanco perso- personas Blancos Huevos is what we call them, huh? Uh, uh, hey, it was, uh, it was Diego's idea of, uh, essay. I just, uh, I just tried to figure it out myself, but, uh, he came up with it so, uh, we gave him all the, all the credit, you know. Well, hey, man, it's been all kind of crazy. Like I said, there's been hail, there's been rain, there's even been feature tornadoes, like, all swirling around and everything like that. And I don't think anybody got hurt or nothing, but you know, you gotta keep you gotta keep your head on a swivel in this kind of weather, man. This is like one of the pizza wettest with the, the wettest starts you've ever had, huh? About the, I mean, it's not every time you get to cut your corn and like it rains on it, so you don't have to like turn on your sprinklers or whatever. But uh, you know, hey. Every once in a while, you get to live the dream, huh? So, hey, Bato. Hey, the forecast is it's still wet. I know it's real foggy today and everything, but, uh, so tell, you know, tell your chica to be all careful on the way to school or whatever, and uh, she'll be, keep, keep, her, keep her safe and happy, you know, just like you want her to. Bato, this week's sponsor, uh, cu- is some kind of bro country countdown or something, man. It's, uh, it's country, but it's not really country, and everybody likes to say they hate it, even though we all know they secretly like to sing to themselves. In the shower, in the car, you know, they do some kind of pizza selfie video of it and, uh, and they like store it away. But though, this is Radar Ricardo de la Serio. Back to you. Hey, Bato, I love country music. All right, thanks, uh, Ricardo, and uh, whoever our sponsor was, because I hadn't recorded it yet. But uh, yeah, so we've, uh, we've got some uh, more country music commentary coming at you here on the Dryland Farmer Podcast. Were you ever a good two-stepper? No, no. <laughs> they, you know, they always—it's kind of like craps. They always—you only—you can only learn while you're actually doing it. And they always try to teach me. My wife has tried to teach me for years how to do the whole. Uh, Did you say craps or? Yeah, craps. Oh, okay. You know, people. Of course, they're trying to teach you while they're while you're actually playing. And, um, you know, of course, it's really hard because everybody's trying to, you know, score money and everything, but they kind of want to teach you at the same time. Well, she's always tried to teach me how to do the whole uh, dancing thing where you grab both hands and you come up back and twirl around and stuff like that. I forgot what the jitterbug is that the jitterbug. I, I never can't get it. Oh, man. We had to do a swing dancing thing one time when I was about, oh, I was probably not swing or square. Swing dancing like they did in the fifties. Okay, it was it was not a fun afternoon. Was it everything you'd hoped it'd be? <laughs> I was glad. When, did, I was glad when it was over. We did square dancing in uh, oh gosh, what was it about fourth or fifth grade? We did square in elementary school. It was did part you, of our. Did you promenade? How we promenaded and we had a collar and everything, man. It was a 
It was, I guess, it was a PE part of PE or something or whatever. That, that's how you get a herpes outbreak. <laughs> that's that's how you that's how you get a pink eye. <laughs> yeah. No, but, I can I can two step enough to get by, but once you get into the waltzing and all that, see all waltzing that, all is that nonsense. Waltzing's like, pretty easy. It's it actually kind of wears me out a little bit more. I mean, it's just to it's, see what is it one too short one too short. So it's pretty easy. But um, I'd rather I'm, just go old school junior high slow dance. Yeah, on. two hand, two hands on a. You know that actually crossed my mind the other day. You know, you're at the bar, you're at the dance hall or whatever, and you come up to a girl that you've never met before in your entire life and ask them if they will if they will hold your hand and put their arm on your shoulder and stay three inches away from your body for three solid minutes. And before that time, you've never met them in your entire life. That's a strange American custom, don't you think? It's pretty strange. But, I mean, I guess that's how babies are getting made these days. <laughs> but um, it's better than George and Costanza touching the material of some lady. True. This is, this is baby-making music. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, um, let's go ahead and get to it. This is my – and I'm going to actually quiz or maybe see if Landon can catch this riddle. Landon, it's a band. It's a it's a two person band. What is that? Just a duo, I guess. The doctor was the boy's mom. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the oh yeah, <laughs> one is a nickel, but the other isn't. <laughs> <laughs> two dimes and a nickel. I know, but I said well, one's not a nickel. Yeah. Yes, but the other one is. <laughs> Plane crashed on the on the board on the border. Where would you bury the survivors? <laughs> it was a block of ice. <laughs> I, I hate that riddle. Have I answered it yet? <laughs> yeah. I hate that block of ice riddle. There's no way you can come to that conclusion. Mm. It's like, how do they get poisoned? Because it was a block of ice or some mm. stupid shit. They like hang that. themselves, Brent. Yeah, or whatever. Anyway, okay. It always sounds like she's shuffling cards, whatever she's doing down there. Mm, she's she's working. Uh, so okay, Landon, it's a duo, and it's not Brooks and Dunn because they're obviously um, established. Big and rich. Guys. It's not big and rich, but they don't. But the is these, Montgomery Gentry a duo? Not anymore. No, I know that. But. I never really liked Montgomery Gentry. They were always they were the kind of they were kind of the song I'm talking about, the kind of the singers I'm talking about. Well, they're all about being. They we've talked about this before. How they're all about getting you know hammered down on Saturday night, but they're in the front pew of the Church of Christ the next morning. Yeah. I'm like, Landon, I know you're Church of Christ, and I know they're not very big on hammering <laughs> down on Saturday night, no. from what I've recalled. I, I mean, Methodists so. we're not supposed to drink, but and we're not. But we don't hammer down on Saturday nights, nonetheless. But okay, Landon, the and I'll go ahead and grant this: they look like douchebags of the month. I mean, not only are they members of the club, they're the presidents. Okay, I grant you that. So, are you any? Uh, that's not a very big hint, but are, are you closer to who you think so it is? So it's probably new country. New country, yeah. Oh, and another, and I'll grant. Well, no, I'm not going to go that far. Keep going. Uh, let's see. One of them has got. Two ponytails braided, half the time, and the other guys always got the, they got the caps on backwards. I'm not gonna be able to guess this, Brent. I have no clue. It's a band. It's a it's a country duo that most everybody acts like they hate, but I know they listen and sing to it in the shower. Florida, Georgia, Georgia Line. Line. Okay, they. I know they're not traditional country. I get that, but and I know that if it's meant to be song is not got very many profound lyrics in it, but it's just such a damn catchy song. And that's, and also that song, uh, dirt they sing. And I don't know if they wrote any of these songs, but that's actually a good country, actual country song. But, uh, these guys, the reason I like them because they got catchy tunes, 
but they're also not shy or they're also real about what they what they're aiming for because all of their country all of their music videos have all got a bunch of hot chicks in bikinis you know oh, writhing gosh. all over the place and they're all about getting you know getting money getting laid and all that stuff so at least they're being real about devor that's all the chocolate chips i got babe <laughs> you've already got a chocolate little uh mustache going on you look like the joker <laughs> Well, Kimmy, if you're side. listening, this is we're talking about broccoli. Yeah, broccoli. She's got broccoli, broccoli uh, mustache. Is what so I are, said. Are these are these guys from Florida or Georgia? They're on the line. <laughs> well, I don't know. Do we need to look it up? Do we, do we need to look it at Florida? Okay. No, I we need to get to this money stuff. Country music. Well, that's true. I don't. Hey, this is our podcast, and we can do what we want. Okay. Florida Georgia line. Okay. The guys' names are. Let's go to the Wikipedia page because that's all true. Line, Tyler Hubbard and Brian Kelly. I figured the one guy would be named Tyler, but I didn't know the other guy would be Brian. Uh, Brian. So uh, their, their country music is they've known to help pioneer a style of country music known as bro country. Bro or bruh? Bro country, which incorporates production elements from rock and hip-hop music and tends to cover subject matter such as partying, Drinking, driving trucks, and romantic attraction, also known as music. Much yeah. of their subsequent... I mean, isn't that what music is all about? Boy, they Unless, really they really uncovered a, a hidden gem there. I know. I tell you what, this like... I mean, I granted, it's not Vivaldi or it's not Beethoven. It's not Bach or Mozart. This is bro country. And just now, that, since we're on the, the uh, subject of Beethoven and Bach, you mean to tell me they weren't cranking out some classical fifth symphonies to get some? Oh, you I'd, know they were. Now, one of wasn't one of them was it deaf or blind? Wasn't it? What? one of the? I don't know how a musician. I think Beethoven. Well, was it Beethoven know. that was deaf? I think it was. Let's see. Beethoven. I, I got to get it close enough where it'll get it. Wouldn't that be funny if like if they like could have fixed his hearing and he's like, "This is this is nothing. <laughs> yeah, this, this is, is nothing that I pictured it would sound like." I did not do this. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody is, somebody stole my good music with this crap. That's right. Okay. It said he was the grandson of Ludwig von Beethoven. Yada, yada, yada. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Maybe it was Bach. He was, I know he, they were all child prodigies. But uh, let's let's do this. Uh, classical deaf composer. Classical deaf composers. Who was it? Ludwig von Beethoven. Without a doubt, the most famous composer of Luce's hearing was Beethoven. What does that? I mean, what does that say about us? We like music that was composed by a deaf guy <laughs> in the 1700s, no less. In the 1700s, so I need to go back. So if Beethoven was completely dead, we're complete. I don't know how we're <laughs> ever going to finish this episode. Yeah, we got to talk about Johnny Paycheck eventually. Okay, we'll get we'll go from Beethoven to Johnny Paycheck. They're the same genre. That's true. This is classicafm.com, but it's taking forever. To a load up because I have, I noticed they're dropping fiber in this week so that is awesome oh, so nice. if okay I'm not gonna wait because that you know Daddy do hu- or uh, what does he ask the computer do humans like watching wheels turn on that commercial <laughs> anyway so yeah Beethoven was deaf I don't know how he uh, how he did that I know he was a prodigy but uh, maybe he didn't I don't figure he was born deaf was he I Here don't we, rem- I don't remember there was even a classical okay. Ludwig von Beethoven, yada, 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 background. Okay. 
Johnny Paycheck from Beethoven. Landon, what's your take on Johnny Paycheck? I like him. I like you him like a lot. Him? Yeah. What, favorite song, Take This Job? Oh, he had some other good ones. Let me, that's what I need to be looking up. Johnny Paycheck discography. Okay. And his real name, Donald Eugene Lytle. Lytle uh, yeah. yeah, that's kind of like, that's kind of like a Flo Rida changing his name from Walter Williams to Flo Rida or, I mean, Snoop, what was Snoop Dogg's real name? Snoop Dogg had a real white boy like name. Richard Smith. Or yeah, something. Richard Smith, Snoop Dogg. Let's see. Snoop Dogg, also known as uh, Calvin Cordozer Brodus Jr. <laughs> wow. Hey, he sang that She's All I Got song. She's all, Johnny Paycheck did or Snoop Dogg? She's <laughs> All I Got. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, I hadn't heard that song in forever. So, he uh, sang the original of it. Johnny Paycheck, uh, it was a David Allen Coe song, Take This Job and Shove It. Uh, dude went to prison. Uh, yeah, he went to it, prison a few times. I think he was in Folsom when Johnny Cash see, was singing I'm looking at this. This says he was sentenced to prison, but this is in Ohio. So this wasn't in California where yeah, Folsom Yeah, that was is. later on. Well, was that the, that wasn't the only time he's he was in prison? He had a, he had a rap sheet. Oh, uh, well, now, are you sure you're not thinking about David Allen Coe? Because this said, David Allen Coe's deal said he was in prison lots of times. David Allen Coe, I saw him at the... Maybe these country singers singing about not having money. Maybe they don't because they're paying their freaking legal bills. Yeah, like they're selling their own ass for a pack of cigarettes. Man. <laughs> uh, David Allen Coe, he was, this is actually his born name. Um, so he was sent to a reform school when he was nine. And then he sent several, spent several years in and out of penitentiaries. Um, dude, so this is an awesome story. Dude, after he got out of prison, he got a hearse, lived out in it, and sat, uh, lived in it, and parked it in front of the Ryman Auditorium, which is in Nashville, next to the Grand. Was that, is that the Grand Ole Opry Auditorium or Ryman Auditorium next door? Anyway, I mean, dude had quite a bit of stones to do that. So. Um, yeah, pretty good stuff. So, Landon, do you think uh, Johnny Paycheck, I mean, he was kind of the epitome of the whole life is hard and kind of country, well, really not country blues. David on Cole's closer to country blues than uh, Johnny Paycheck. He was just more close to being honky-tonk, I guess. But um, it, said, it said Johnny Paycheck picked the name Johnny Paycheck because he, he took a name after a top-ranked boxer that once that once fought Joe Lewis. Did he? I guess he won. He lost. <laughs> Joe, Joe Lewis won. Joe Lewis won. That's what I mean. The paycheck guy lost. It, mm-hmm. But, he, you know, that's the great thing about boxing. These guys can get their asses kicked in and still make like $5 million. Because oh, what yeah. did Conor McGregor make when he got his butt beat by uh, a Lennox Lewis? Did he play Lennox? Yeah, fight Lennox Lewis? No, he fought a uh, um, little small guy. What's his name? That beats women. They all beat women. Uh, Mayweather. Floyd oh, Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and uh, Conor McGregor still walked out with what five or ten mil. So uh, yeah, I'd get my ass kicked for that much. Yeah, I don't know. I dang sure make sure it went done, got done in the first round. <laughs> oh yeah, that too. <laughs> I would probably take a dive. First of all, I don't think you can make a rooster take a dive. But uh, so all these guys that are singing songs about uh, you know being poor and I don't really care about getting famous or I don't need to go to Nashville. I remember back in college and a lot of the people. They would all get pissed off when, like, Pat Green went to Nashville or, you know, or somebody else. Man, they went all Nashville. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's the whole point of being in 
music, especially country music, yeah. is to go to Nashville and get a big record deal. I don't care about being famous, but would you please follow me on Twitter and, and go there and, and buy my album? Download my <laughs> album on iTunes from yeah. an evil, massive, almost trillion dollar company known as Apple. Yeah. And please download. You know, I was looking at uh, looking at all these uh, different, uh, like when they play songs on the radio, who gets paid? The yeah. only people that get paid are the songwriters, the artists, the um, just the songwriters. They get paid like... I don't know, man. I mean, it's a few cents uh, ever ever roll, but uh, and it depends on what market they're in. But like, I noticed like in a big like New York, L.A., you know, Houston, those big cities, it can average out to six dollars a song. And so that averages out to like, you know, so I mean, they play. I forget how many songs in a twenty four hour period, but it's a bunch. But like on KPAN, you know, they're not paying just a whole lot because the market share is not just terribly big. So trivia question, Brent. He's got a song called Colorado Kool-Aid. What's Colorado Kool-Aid? Oh, I would have to think that's just what I got through drinking at Cruise yeah. Light. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, I noticed, I uh, heard on the news today that they're talking about legalizing magic mushrooms in uh, in Denver. What the hell is a magic mushroom? I don't know, but I guess it's a mushroom that you don't put on your salad. Those it's mushrooms like on Mario that make you grow? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, well, they make you grow. They make you feel like you're in a video game. I can mm. tell you that. Yeah, no, they're those hallucinogenic mushrooms that uh, they're, uh, people you know ingest and, uh, and uh, you know make them think they're you know Judy Garland on a bad day of uh, weed or something. Or co- I guess she did cocaine. I don't know what it was. But, uh, yeah, so magic mushrooms. I didn't think that would get into that. I'm looking at a picture of David Allen Coe, and we saw him at the Midnight Rodeo in Amarillo several years ago. Now I'm looking at him, a picture. It looks like he's got a Dolly Parton wig on. The hair goes down to his literally to his waist, He's got one of those Britney Spears microphone headsets. <laughs> he's sitting in there, and he's sitting there with his with his Willie Nelson beads on his dreadlocks playing the guitar. Now, I know dude's got some talent. I mean, he's pretty good. Uh, I know he's a good friend of Steve Goodman because Steve Goodman wrote that song. Um, you know what, Landon? I've just got to realize that there is absolutely no point to this episode. <laughs> oh, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's great. It's wonderful. Uh, so Landon, who's your favorite uh, country? Who's your favorite country guy? Uh, Don Williams, the General Don Giant. Williams. He died last year, so I don't get to see him. But anymore, Did yeah. you get to see him on a regular basis. I never got to see him in concert. Yeah, so all the haters, you know, like Luke Bryan's got some. You know, he oh. finally came out with a song that was uh, basically telling everybody to get screwed because he, you know, he gets all that hate on. Uh, you know, and I understand. Yeah, he is not a true traditional country guy. But dude is selling records, and and he's still got the whole hot chicks in his country music videos. He's got the pickups. Has and, he been uh, to prison yet? No, he hasn't he's been not, to prison. He's not country. Yeah, well, he's not a rapper either. Mm. But, uh, you know, and he's not my favorite, but uh, there's just some uh, singers out there that have got, you know, a whole lot of... And you gave me a whole lot of shit the other day. I said, you know, I figured these old country guys that tell these new country guys that are getting all this crap, it's like, do your thing, and you said some snarky comment about that's like gay or something i didn't say that it was probably clever and witty and yeah and pr <laughs> pr or pc pc yeah right. yeah you're real public relations there landon <laughs> yeah but um yeah i don't know I don't, so if you had to pick a new country singer right now that sounds the closest to like good country back in well the day, i mean that's who, who would you pick pretty easy i'd say it's chris stapleton Okay. I mean, there's no question. I've about heard a lot that. of people say he's good. Kimmy, Kimmy said he's good. There's no question. But you know, I, Tennessee Whiskey is one of his uh, flagship songs, and David Allen did David Allen co-write that song. But he wrote. He wrote "Take This Job and Shove It." He wrote. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let's see. I wrote that in there. Tennessee Whiskey. Now he probably did it, but I mean, 
I listened to a George Jones's version of it, and uh, yeah, um, uh, I just read the name of one David Allen Coe song that we could never mention on this podcast. Uh-huh, uh Yeah, he's got what are they? He had a CD called um, "Under." Were they just underground songs or something? Uh, I don't know. And Man. there were some dirty, there's dirty. A, songs. There's a new guy that sings dirty songs like that. I think his name's like Wheeler Wheeler Walker Smith or something. You sure, it's not Rodney Carrington. No, it's like Wheeler Walker. He sings like a <laughs> song called "Fu." Oh, no, Songwriters of Tennessee Whiskey, Dean Dillon and Linda Hargrove, wrote it in, it was released in 1981 by David Allen Coe, and then George Jones picked it up. But I heard, like I said, I heard George Jones, and he must have been sober when he sang it, because it wasn't a very good, wasn't a very good cut. Yeah, George opinion. Jones, didn't he sing the song, Who's Gonna Fill Their Shoes? Who's going? and he's a high-tech redneck or something. <laughs> that was at the end of his uh, career. And he got, like, rode the lawnmower to, to uh, get to the beer store or something. Well, yeah, and then somebody else sang a song about that, too. Uh, Vince Gill or something. We should be talking about Ray Stevens. That guy was a classic. Oh, yeah. Man. They call him the, not the freak. The, the streak. streak. The yeah. streak. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. The streak and I'm my own grandma. I hadn't heard. I never heard I'm my own grandma. He wrote a song like I. I never could keep up with it, but it talks about how he he's like his own grandma. It goes through the whole family lineages and Arkansas cousin loving. Oh stuff. yeah, yeah. Sounds like he was on some magic mushrooms. But he was funny. John, Jerry Reed was a good one. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, Jerry Reed was pretty good. Um, Amos Moses, he had some yeah. good songs. He, you know, yeah, Jerry Reed had a whole bunch of 4-H dance songs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he had a whole lot of those. Uh, of course, he sang uh, The Bandit. That was his song. Yeah. I don't know if he wrote that. That was the original. I'm sure that was original for the movie. I'd say a- Amos Moses is probably my second favorite country song after Fishing in the Dark by Nitty Gritty. Yeah, Man. Fishing in the Dark is a pretty good staple. Li- I've listened to it a whole bunch. <laughs> Me and my wife, we've, we've got, every time we hear a song that was from our, we always call them stock show songs, and a whole lot of uh, Shenandoah, and let's see, who else? Oh, yeah, a Restless Heart. Uh, then you got the, they were good, yeah. yeah restless, and uh, then there's some women in there. Oh, uh, what was her name? She sang to oh a few slow songs. It was pretty popular back in the day. But uh, and we, my dad took me and one of my friends to see Allison Krauss was good. Allison Krauss was good. Union sure Station. Good we went and saw Dolly Parton in Amarillo back when I was probably maybe a fifth or sixth grader. And I mean, we were on, we were not on the front row. And I mean, we still had to kind of lean back to get really? away from her chest. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you get away from it? <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. I didn't, uh, that motorboat was going to kill everybody in sight. Maybe I did say something about gay. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> the first concert I ever went to was at, uh, oh, the, the fair what, that they have in September down the tri state fair. Yeah, the tri state fair. Yeah, yeah that's a hard We one. went, I was like four years old. Maybe we went and saw. You remember? Stuff I, when you were I, I four just, years I old. I just remember being there. Oh, yeah. Did you get touched by somebody? Well, there was this guy. <laughs> no, uh, at Gibson's. No, um, <laughs> no, we went and saw. Sears catalog store. <laughs> we went and saw Dan Seals. That was the first oh, concert yeah. I ever went to. Dan Seals. Yeah. I just remember being there. I don't, I don't remember. My first, now, my first rock non country concert was Third Eye Blind. And that was when I was a senior in high school. And I never smelled. Never smelled weed before, and it was at the Amarillo Civic Center. We walked in, we got on the floor of the Coliseum, and I was like, 
I like I was literally about to gag up. I'm like, what in the hell is this? Somebody smoking kosher weed in here? <laughs> <laughs> we're walking, and there's this circle of like these chicks. It was like a circle of ten Jennies from Forrest Gump, all sitting in a circle, <laughs> and they're all smoking this blunt. This that had the had the they diameter of this beer can. I'm looking at. They weren't shrimp boats, were they? <laughs> they were not shrimp boat captains. No, they were not. But uh, Jenny had AIDS, by the way. That's I'm pretty certain that's what she had. No, I googled it. It's not. What is it? It's uh, it's like hepatitis. Or herp, the herp alert was it? The no, herp it's, alert. It's hepatitis. Oh, oh, that's right. Well, so doesn't doesn't that pass it down to Haley Joel Osment? I don't know because she was his kid and her kid. If you look at him now, he's kind of funny looking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and he saw dead people, so it passed something down. I'm just kidding. He's a good guy. Um. <laughs> My first non non country concert was Ted Nugent. And that was a pretty good. Oh one. wow! Did you shoot Finney, a lot of guns? I think he shot he shot a big poster of Saddam Hussein with bow and arrow. Awesome! And I'm pretty sure if anybody would have pulled out a joint, he probably would have shot him in the head with it. Oh, was he big anti? He doesn't do drugs. Drugs. His first band that he was in is Nope on Dope. In the '60s, wrote a song called "Journey to the Center of the Mind," which was about drugs, and he just quit the band right then. Oh wow! So. The only time he drank was with Sammy Hagar once. Oh yeah, right. sure. Yeah, that dude. I guarantee he drinks stones ever on on a regular basis. Well, guys, we are uh, down here. I don't think there was any point to that episode other than just a bunch of talking. But uh, we we're glad that you're listening to it as we create uh, as we crowd the forty fourth or fifth minute of this podcast. So, uh, what episode is this, Brent? Hey, everybody, this is episode sixty four, and I'm glad you uh, got to some of the technical and housekeeping stuff because um yeah we've been on the global ag network now for several months and we're uh, really excited to be on there with uh delaney and mike at the helm we've also want you to hear like we said earlier the moving iron podcast girls talk ag moving let's see uh working cows podcast and there's two or three other podcasts that are really getting their feet under them and getting going and uh, we hope that everybody takes a listen to those we know Everybody and their dog and their dog's uncle and their dog's and their dog's friends next door have a podcast now. It seems like, and uh, we just hope that we're a little different. We hope that we're a whole lot different than everybody out there. Oh, and different. I know, oh, we're different. Nobody is gonna, nobody is gonna say how a deaf musician. You think Beethoven had a lot of game, even though he was deaf? He probably thought he was writing the the piano version of the guitar solo of Stairway to Heaven. And if he could hear that, he'd probably be like, "What? what is this? He was the Led Zeppelin of 17 and 94. Yeah. 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 You think he was a big pro-American revolutionary guy? I mean, he was probably a kid still then, but he was a child prodigy. I don't know. He was probably just trying to worry about uh, getting his... Uh, I mean, they made a hell of a... Shoot, they made two good movies based on his name about a dog, but... <laughs> And Beethoven and Beethoven's second. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think you'd really, if they were really good, maybe he'd get to Beethoven's fifth because that was his most popular symphony. That's true. Landon's closing up his laptop, so that means we have to go. Everybody, we hope everybody's enjoyed it. Listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Twitter, SoundCloud. Uh, Landon, what's your, what's, your, what's your Twitter handle? <laughs> no twit, Landon, 44. And mine is, uh, is uh, what is my Twitter handle? At Trader Brent. Yes. Also find us on Facebook, Stitcher, everywhere. Podcasts are sold. Myspace.com. Or given away for free. And you can find it on Landon's MySpace page and his AOL email account. Everybody, until next time, we hope everybody's enjoyed this episode. And we'll ask you, everybody, what side of the line are you on? Because we're on the right side of the drive Farmer Podcast. I'm trying to get to the 25th minute. So on the dry line numbers. tonight. Nice. Everybody, see you later. The Dry Line Farmer Podcast brought to you by We're So Country!
We're not douchebags at all. The Dryline Farmer Podcast, now a member of the Global Ag Network, all rights reserved to 2019.